V. Smith, author of the process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series of the process. You know, if you've missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, which were the foundation, the perfect storm. Where do we go from here? Why not me? Procrastination and thief of time. And if I only knew then what I know now, they can be heard on several streaming outlets such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. Please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or to listen to those messages. Sometimes I um, I still can't believe that we are in Season 7 of The Process. I don't say this as if I wasn't convinced that I didn't have a plethora of information worth sharing, but more on the lines of overwhelming acceptance and implementation of these messages becoming applicable in the daily lives of others. Over the last few weeks, we started to unveil many elements that are needed to fully, fully understand time. Before I give a short recap, let me share with you my global mission statement for this series. Here we go. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you lose it, you will never get the 86,400 seconds back. Wow. In my quest to deliver this series of messages, I felt inclined to define what my interpretation of the value of time is. And it's understanding that everything offers a lesson. It took me a long time to believe that everyone I came in contact with within my daily journey is a gift. Now, you may be scratching your head saying a gift. Yes, a gift. They, they either became a blessing or a lesson in my life. And that's a gift. As each of us continue to evolve and grow. At some point, we will realize that we need to embrace our own self-identity. This is especially important, uh, important as a young, at a young age. We learn the mental and often the emotional admiration of others. We were envisioned being a, a famous athlete, a movie star, a doctor. Most likely, we modeled or chose what we thought was an iconic person to emulate. So, as we grew wiser, not older we realized that some of the expectations of ourselves and others weren't what we na- what our natural calling was to do in the future but in this quest to make sure we become more cognizant of what time means to each of us there there has to be there because the challenge of maintaining our habits <laughs> there goes that word again habits habits that yield favorable results although shutting out societal expectations of us may be tough sometimes We learn that obedience must be a necessity to deliver on the promise we make for ourselves. Now, for additional details on the acronyms that coincide with the information I listed above, please again revisit those on the outlets mentioned earlier of the process. Well, utilizing the theory that I believe we get wiser, not older. There are times when making sense of many things in our life becomes a mystery in the 86,400 seconds that that we are blessed to be allotted. There is something that I know we are called to do without a shadow of a doubt, and that is to make an impact on the lives of others. 
I mentioned in the past that I lived a life that revolved of me that was trans transactional versus transformational and its effects were not pleasant. These actions were just un justly unfavorable for me as I disappointed and hurt others with disciple living. Keeping with one of the components of knowledge as becoming wiser, I want to talk about four lessons which will be explained in greater detail that are essential with the time and the attention we need to pay to it. They go like this. Lesson number one, don't chase, do your own thing and let the right people align. Lesson two, be mindful of everything you consume, both in terms of mind and body. Number three, self-love is more important than receiving love and validation from others. And lesson four, you are not responsible for the trauma, but you are responsible for the healing. <laughs> now, I know I left you scratching your head on where am I going? It is very simple. We have the power to leave everyone bitter or better with the interaction we are fortunate enough to have with them. <laughs> I said it earlier, a blessing or a lesson. So how, how, do you, how do you choose to use the valuable element of time that we have with each other? How will, you, how will you use the words to shape them to grow forward? How about are you giving unselfish service that leaves others empowered? <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about today. Use unselfish service that leaves others empowered. I'm getting ready to save someone's life with this message. So let's go. I'm going to start with the you and use, which I said was unselfish. Each of us have contributed to selfish and unselfish actions as recent as you listening to me right now. Let me start with something I mentioned moments ago as I start to go in depth of discussing the four life lessons I learned. It was tough, but I was destined to learn to don't chase, do your own thing and let the right people align. There are many times in my life when I didn't use the resources and wisdom that my unselfish circle attempted to give me regarding my cage of acquaintances. I recall being told that it is selfish to want to hold on to people that really don't have my best interests. So since choosing to live my life of one of that is transformational and the mentality that yields unselfish service that leaves others empowered. It's best that I share with you something as it relates to lesson number one of use. <laughs> you will want to make sure you write this down to reference <laughs> and use later. Here we go. People will come and go in your life, but that's okay. Familiar people can often become strangers overnight, but fortunately, the opposite can happen. Once you allow people to be free and flow in the direction they need to, the quality and sustainability of the people in your life will increase. Let me repeat that so you make sure you understand it. People will come and go from your life, but that's okay. Familiar people can often become strangers overnight, but fortunately, the opposite can happen as well. Once you allow people to be free and flow in the direction they need to, the quality and sustainability of the people in your life will increase. 
Let me say it in another way. Being unselfish requires you to let go of people, places, and things for you to grow. In my own personal maturation process and moving from a transactional way of thinking, I had to figure out that almost every sinful action committed can be traced back to a selfish motive. It is a trait I hated in people, but justified in myself. I had not gotten to a place where another key emotional hurdle needed to be reached. And that was self-love is more important than receiving love and validation from others. For me to become unselfish, I had to be willing to trade letting other people down for me to be happy. Accepting that my self-love, your self-love, must always be more important than receiving love from others. That's essential. (laughs) I got to repeat that again. You have to be willing to trade letting other people down for you to be happy. Accepting accepting self-love, you have to love. Accepting it must always be more important than receiving love from others. That has to be essential. I mentioned at the very beginning in every encounter we have with others daily is, is key. I encourage and I said that we leave them better and better. So how do you choose to leave them? Hmm. Think about that. Let's go to the next letter and use, which I said was S or service. In preparing for um, this message, I gazed into my own crystal ball of time. Every employment position that I've ever had was in the line of service to others in some capacity or another. I vividly remember being told by one of my former supervisors that no matter what I see on television or read in the newspaper, at the center of the universe is really a loving heart. Really, sometimes it's not portrayed. The heart continues to beat and wants the best for every person. Anything that we can help do to empower, foster uh, intellect, spirit, and emotional growth of our fellow human beings, that is our job. Those of us who have this vision must continue against all odds, for life is for service. In an earlier episode of the process, I spoke about purpose and the the confusion that often circles around purpose versus platform. See, many have thought that our purpose was delivering a profound gift in a high profile or one filled with notoriety. But we, you, and I are the meaning of purpose. The service we give to others is what we are called to do. There's a saying that says the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in service of others. And I find that to be very true. Service is also congruent with another one of the four lessons, which is Be mindful of everything you consume, both in terms of mind and body. As we react with others, our own internal clarity is in an area in our life that should be under evaluation. An example of this I like to use is our diet. Personally, once I embraced that um, life was, was to be lived transformational, and I understood me as purpose and my life was to be used as service to others. I understood that my diet is not just about what I eat. It is also what I consumed in reading, 
who's in my circle, who I follow and how I spend my time. As soon as I realized that diet is a lot more than food, I was able to clean out all the junk and be ready to use to help others. Mm. Wow. Let's go to the last letter in this message. And that's the E. But I can join it and say leaves others in power. Some have said the weight of the world can come from words we speak to those who are listening. I'm of the belief that there are two ways of spreading light. To be a candle or a mirror that reflects it. Therefore, if we have shown that our words, our actions are those that are of consistency. That's important. If we've also embraced that the calling of service, one, one that doesn't chase and one that is mindful of what we are feeding ourselves, we are on the path to leave ourselves and leave others empowered. Many times over, I've talked about the simplicity of life. I've also tried to convey that one of the greatest things that you can do to help others is not to share and give them what you have, but help them discover what they have within themselves to help themselves. That's called empower. Which brings me to the last of the four lessons, four life lessons, excuse me, we can use. And that's you are not responsible for the trauma, but you are responsible for the healing. I know I threw you for a loop on this one, but it is how we ourselves can become the vehicle to show the others their greatness within. Think about this if you're... Uh, let me let me stop for a second. Think about this if you own your own responsibilities. <laughs> you own your own future. You're not responsible for the trauma, but you are responsible for the healing. So you don't hurt others in the same way that you were hurt. You can't be empowered to control your future if you allow the future to be controlled by your past. Transactional versus transformational. Mm-mm-mm. That truly is the unselfish service that leaves others in power. In the past, I've often toyed with the answer to questions of what is the measure of success? The true measure of success will be the number of people touched, transformed, and empowered to live their best life. For this is doing nothing more than what we are really called to do. See, I would be remiss if I don't say to empower others in lives. There are still a few constants that we ourselves must have mastered. I hope you still got that pen. First, we must become well versed at showing, not telling, how to figure how to frame challenges as opportunities. Then we must be a champion of looking for the good in every situation. You know, I often say that, you know, there hasn't been a situation that any one of us have not arrived from. The results may not have been what we wanted to, but we got through. So that made us better. So there was good in that situation. Next, we had to becoming and accepting feedback from people that we respect. You know, Don Ruiz talked about something. Don't take things personal. And I think that holds key for all of us. Next, we have to never waver from keeping the promise that we make to ourselves. Every single day, you know, I did t talked about it before. Words lie, actions lie, but consistency doesn't lie. So if we're making those promises to ourselves, we have to hold ourselves accountable. Next, you have to get 1% better every day. 
For we know that that will uh, give you opportunity to become 7% better. Out of that 7% weekly, you have an opportunity to get 30% better each month. There's 30 days in a month. And then 365% of a better person each year. I like that growth. Next, we, we never compare ourselves to others. Be proud of the person you see in the mirror. Let's stop. Let's take a look at who we are and embrace that. Next, really and truthfully, we need to get comfortable doing the hard things first. You remember what I said about change? Change is hard at first. Messy in the middle. But it's rewarding at the end. And the last thing that I want you to be, make sure that you have mastered is you never become envious. We become proactive. Wow. You know, these are the tools that we were born with that allow us to live in a manner that revolves around unselfish service that leaves others empowered. That's use. Let me close with a message today um, with a powerful story. One evening after spending several days with his new wife, a man leaned over and whispered in her ear, I love you. She smiled and the man smiled back. And, and, and she said, when I'm 80 years old and I'm thinking back on my entire life, I know I will remember this moment. A few minutes later, she drifted off to sleep. The man was left with the silence of the room and the soft sound of his wife's breathing. He stayed awake, thinking about everything they had done together, from their first date to their first vacation together and ultimately their big wedding. These were just some of the life choices that the couple had made together that had led to this very moment of silence in the presence of each other. At one point, the man didn't realize that it didn't matter what they had done or what they had not done, nor did it matter where they had, were going. The only thing that mattered was the serenity of that very moment, just being together, breathing together, and resting together. So my question to you right now is what does time really mean in your life to help the others that we love? We can't let the clock, the calendar, or the pressure from external sources take over our lives and allow us to forget the fact that every moment of our lives is a gift and a miracle, no matter how small or seemingly insignificant that is. Each person we touch or touches us is a gift, a blessing, or a lesson of, of our allotted 86,400 seconds. That is a chance for each of us to use like it's our last. Unselfish service that leaves others in power. <laughs> a different message than what I've done in the past, right? Perhaps, but good, but change is inevitable and growth is optional. And that's what I most desire for all of us. But as always, <laughs> there will be a method behind my madness. You can count on that. Once again, let me give you my global mission statement to add with the information that I shared today. And that is, again, time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. So once you lose it, you'll never get the 86,400 seconds back. So my question that I want to ask it is, who is it in your circle that needs your attention and the attention of being unselfish? Who is it that needs the service from you 
to become empowered. You can't help them with a text or email. Call them. Don't text them. Let's get personal again with our interactions. It might be you listening today that really could benefit from listening to this message not once, not twice, but over and over again. Whomever you share this with or as you listen again, always remember I'm doing this for a specific reason. And that reason is to make sure that you remember that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mom, I love each of you very much. And thank you again for your unwavering support to my mother-in-law, Sarah Wilson. Rest in peace to our children and grandchildren. Poppy and Oma, I love you and we will see you soon. You know, speaking from a personal experience, I know firsthand the power of unselfish service leaves others in power. Had it not been for others in my life to share this with me, I could easily still have been swimming in the ocean that was full of sharks labeled comfort is a casualty of growth. However, just like I realize, it starts with the decision to make the choice to change. Embracing, truly embracing that change will begin and end within to ensure we embark on the actions that remain concurrent, consistent with everything in legacy changing actions in 2022 and beyond. God bless you and I will speak with you soon.